Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is an interesting play for uh, a lot of folks. Howell escaping, Howell running, Howell with another rushing touchdown. And a lot of folks are smiling for various reasons. That was a good play. That's going to be on my list of good things. 45-15, here we go. My game take, your chance coming up at 11 a.m. I'll go through the list of things that I liked here in this segment and then a list of the things that I did not like along with some other observations to finish up this hour. And then then at 11 a.m., 301-230-0980 will open up phone lines and you can uh, speak your truth. Um, So here it goes, what I liked. Uh, There actually were some things in the game yesterday that I liked. I mean, you've got to, you know, got to really reach here, but there were a couple of things that actually stood out, and I specifically... Like last week, hold on, I have to sneeze. Okay, I just did that. Uh, for those of you wondering why you didn't hear me sneeze, it's we hit, we have what's called in the trade a cough button. And you hit the cough button so that way you don't hear a cough or you don't hear a sneeze. Um, last week I thought offensively they, they actually weren't terrible for some of that game against the Cowboys. Yesterday, as bad as they were defensively, Throughout, there were actually a couple of defensive performances that stood out to me. Here we go. I thought Jamin Davis looked good yesterday. I actually think at, at times this year he's played well. Um, and yesterday, I could be wrong about this. I, I don't know if I will go back and watch the game for a second time because, come on, man. I mean, life's too short. Um, but I think they had three linebackers on the field more than I've seen this year. I've not seen the snap counts. I should probably I should have probably looked for those. Um Denton find the snap counts if you will and tell me first of all if Jamin Davis came off the field. It didn't seem like he came off the field that much. But along with Cody Barton and Kalee Hudson, how many it would be key to, to tell me how many snaps Kalee Hudson had. Because I thought that maybe Ron one of the changes was 
he put more linebackers on the field for more snaps yesterday. And I think it may have benefited Davis. I don't know if it benefited or, uh, him or not. I'll tell you one um, thing. I got those numbers. You want them? Yeah, g- give them to me real quickly. Uh, Jamin Davis played uh, 55 snaps, which was 90%. Kalik Hudson played 28 snaps, which is 46%. There you go. They have not had – I would bet you they have not had a third linebacker play anywhere near – what was it, 46%, you said? Yeah, yeah. What What did Cody Barton – was Cody Barton on the field for the same as Jamin Davis or more? Uh, Cody Barton was 100% of the snaps. Yeah, okay. So, I don't – I mean, I haven't kept track of how often Jack's – Jack had three linebackers on the field. It, it just may be something that, you know, one of the changes Ron made – Look, look, Miami's impossible, okay? They're as good as you get in the league offensively. You know, in the traditional numbers, they're number one overall in yards, number one in pass offense, number two in rush offense. The matchup was not a good one going in. You know, probably the worst matchup of the year for Washington's defense until maybe the Niners come to town. Um, But I thought Davis played well. I thought, first of all, he had on one drive, he had two TFLs. You know, both uh, were excellent plays. He had a really good pass breakup. Um, Jamin Davis on the list of things that stood out more positively than negatively in the game yesterday. Overall, you know, the team had six tackles for loss, and I made this note when we got the last one, which I think was either Hill or K.J. Henry, but I said that's a lot of TFLs for them this year. Um, They seem to have... A, a sense at times, and at many other times they didn't, um, what was going on. And actually seemed to play, believe it or not, this is going to sound so in conflict with what much of the game was, but they actually seemed at times to be somewhat disciplined, maybe more so in the run game. They had six TFLs for the game. Uh, K.J. Henry had not only a really good TFL on – uh, on a chain early in the game, he also had a really good play on a hill run um, where he got hemmed in by Henry playing very disciplined contain on the edge. Um, Two Hill made a, a play that I marked down here. Quan Martin had a play in the running game. I'm searching here, but six TFLs, I think, is a lot for them this year. I mean, take away the Giants nine sack game and whatever else they had in that game. Um, also on the list of things that I liked, I thought three offensive players stood out. I thought Curtis Samuel had another decent game. I thought Brian Robinson before the hamstring injury had another decent game. I mean, hell, second and 16, he ripped off a 29-yard run. I think the Dolphins had to be so shocked that they were going to run it on second and 16, although I think that was actually the right call. But he made a really good run there. And I thought Gibson, you know, who had 14 touches for 72 yards, I think it was, um, I think Gibson's had some good plays this year in good games. Uh, so those were three players that stood out a little bit offensively. Curtis Samuel, four catches for 65 yards in the game on five targets. That's off of, you know, a 100-yard game last week, um, which, you know, Terry hasn't had in over a year. Uh, so Samuel's been a bit of a factor offensively for them. Um, and then lastly on the things that I liked list – and and by the way, this was in no particular order, um, but I wanted to save this one for last because I was going to spend the most time on it. Sam Howell's playmaking ability off schedule is first rate. 
you know, I'm not saying it's Lamar Jackson-esque, you know, or Jalen Hurts, but Sam's got, look, his arm and his mobility and escapability are unquestioned at this point for me. Okay, arm strength and kind of that ability to create, be mobile enough, escape enough, have not just the strength and the vision and feel, but then the feet to make it pay off, whether by running the football or by extending enough to make a throw down the field. Those through 13 starts this year, those are the two things that clearly stand out from a major positive. And I would also add in like the intangibles of being resilient and being persistent and, you know, all of those things. I mean, you know, yesterday I would add, you know, on that front, on sort of the intangible front, you know, he throws the horrible pick six and the next drive, they come back and they drive it down the field for a touchdown and he makes some really good plays um, on that drive. You know, they they had a big run that really sparked that drive because it was second and 16 after a sack. But, um, you know, he made the big third and seven play to to Sam, uh, to uh, to Curtis Samuel. And it's he's got he's got a lot of the intangible stuff that you have to like. But physically, arm strength and mobility unquestioned at this point. We'll get to the rest of Sam's day when I get to the list of things that I did not like. But he really does some of his best work off schedule. The first third and eight throw to Dotson that got challenged but upheld. Um, he escaped a sack on the second drive of the game and just ran for three or four yards, but it should have been a sack. Um, he extended and found Samuel on a third and three for 25 yards on their fifth drive of the game. Second half, he extends. He finds Gibson um, on that first drive for a play that wasn't necessarily great. Uh, in terms of yardage, I think it produced six or seven yards, and it actually, with a better throw, could have turned into a much bigger play, but it, he avoided a bad play, turned it into a positive one. And then the fourth and three touchdown run. I mean, come on, that's been – that's like now a, a, a staple for us in terms of the positive Sam Howell plays. I mean, he avoids Bradley Chubb with really good feel, stepping up, and then makes a phenomenal run, uh, which you heard coming in. Um, his playmaking – off-schedule, extending the play ability is really, really positive. You know, and it's one of those things in today's game that you almost have to have. You know, and if you don't have that, man, you got to be so, so quick in processing, you know, um, to overcome that so that you're able to get the ball out of your hands before a bad play can happen. Um, So there you go. That's the list of things that – from the game yesterday that I actually liked. Uh, The longer list, the things I didn't like, and a few other observations. When we return, Kevin Sheehan showed the Team 980 and the Team980.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Uh, the list of things that I didn't like. Again, repeating the list of things that I liked from the game. I thought Jamin Davis played pretty well. I mean, maybe the, the, the film will, will reveal something else. Uh uh, overall, they had six TFLs in the game. They made some good plays defensively. I thought K.J. Henry made some plays. I thought Hill made a play or two. Quan Martin did in the run game. Um, the Offensively, Samuel Robinson Jr. before the hamstring injury, Gibson, all of them had their moments. And Sam's playmaking off-schedule ability is, you know, continues to be really impressive. And, you know, the bottom line is, is with this pass pro and with his – you know, inability to see it as quickly and, you know, which sometimes leads to him holding on to it too long. Um, that's uh, that's a problem uh, for him. But, you know, off schedule, playground ball, uh, extending plays, um, arm strength, all real positives for Sam. All right, what I didn't like. Let's just start with the defense. I mean, I, I understand Miami is really good, but this wasn't two plays. The defense made some good plays, as pointed out, but once again, they gave up far too many big plays. 78 to Hill, 60 to Hill, those are the headlines. But there was a 20-yarder to Hill, a 16-yarder to Waddle, some big runs, big chunk runs, um, you know, eight, nine-yard runs. They, they, they were lucky, by the way, that there wasn't another big one or two to Waddle. He dropped one on the one drive they punted on in the first half. They only punted once in the first half. It's because Waddle dropped a big ball over the middle that was going to be a 35-plus-yard play. Um, but look, I mean, 38 offensive points on 59 plays, 406 yards on just 59 plays. 7 of 13 on third down, 2 for 2 on fourth down. And they took their foot off the pedal in the second half. I mean, if Ron really thinks this was about two plays, I don't think he does after watching the game. There's no chance. But it would be a delusional take. I mean, the Dolphins' last two drives, okay, included 18 plays, 15 runs, three short passes with backups in the game. Their last touchdown drive was emasculating to Washington. 13 plays, 12 runs, one short pass, 7 minutes and 50 seconds of total, of total emasculation. The Dolphins scored on five of their first six drives. Come on. Six of their overall nine drives in the game. If they had wanted this to be maybe not Denver-esque 70, but if they had wanted it to be 60, it would have been easy for them to get to that. Uh, it just it was just a bad, another bad defensive day. But I can simultaneously say there were some good defensive plays made. But kind of like what we see at times on offense, some really nice things, but too many things that didn't go well. But for the defense this year, it's just amazing to me. I just can't believe how optimistic I was before this season started about this defense. I mean, I, I, trust me, I'm not going back on it. I, 
one of the things that I've emphasized just in past years, defense isn't as consistent year to year as offense is. We've seen that as NFL fans, right? Defense, the the variability of defense year to year is much greater than it is offensively. And there are lots of reasons for that. You know, it just kind of came together. The ball bounced their way. They weren't playing great quarterbacks or great offenses one year and the next year they were. Um, But, you know, offense trumps defense, even though this is a defensive comeback kind of a year. But my God, this is just horrendous. Another game where they could not sniff the quarterback. Two is really good in the the pocket, by the way. Um, Even when they had some pressure, you know, very limited pressure. I mean, were there more than two or three legitimate pressures? And when Tua was pressured, he'd just sidestep it or step up real quickly. He's very good at that. Um, and then the the connectivity of pass rush and coverage is just abysmal. Uh, but they can't stop the run anymore. Um, well, I mean, you know, they gave up a lot of yards there at the end, I understand. They can't cover anybody, and they make up for it with a terrible pass rush. And, of course, no Montez Sweat, no Chase Young. Oh, do me one quick favor, Denton. Look up Chase Young's snap count. I, he wasn't in the game a lot. Seems like they're not playing him a lot. Um, but that's for later on in the, in the, in the conversation. It's just an, another bad day. No takeaways. Was there even a threat, really, of a takeaway in the game yesterday by Washington? Um, they are just putrid defensively. And there were some good plays made by a few good players. And I'm sure somebody will point out from the team or somebody will point out to me, you know, they actually, against Miami, they ran this a little bit better than they've been doing. It doesn't matter. The results were no different. Miami could have hung 60-plus on Washington yesterday if they had really desired it. Thank God for their compassion. Um, Also on the list of things that I didn't like, the pass protection's been bad all year. Look, there were three sacks, but there were lots of pressures. I mean, they got Van Winkle. That guy had an incredible game yesterday. He almost blocked a punt in addition to the pick six. And what did he have sack-wise? Did he have two of the three sacks, Van Winkle? Um, Van Ginkle, I'm sorry. Uh, they got Van Ginkled yesterday. Uh, anyway, uh, he had, I think, a half of a sack, as it turns out. Um, but the pass protection is just lousy. Multiple times there was immediate pressure that Sam was able to escape. Now, of the three sacks, and I'll get to this with Sam in a moment, I actually thought Sam held onto the ball on two of them, at least two of the three of them too long. But a lot of the plays that he escaped and avoided sack and actually made a positive play were just immediate pressures. I mean, they just don't seem to have the answer to actually blocking anything up. Um, this was not a good game for Eric Bieniemy at all, uh, in my opinion. Um, I know someone uh, will say, she and your quick game got us pick sixth. Uh, yeah, the, the, the quick game, uh, the lack of it uh, in this game, and there wasn't a- enough of it called, in my opinion, early enough, also led to some you know negative plays uh, in the game. And, and that, to me, I, I don't care if it's thir- – you can't drop this quarterback back with this offensive line. It's not just the offensive line. It's the quarterback and his processing as well. Um, but the pure drop-back game doesn't work. Okay, the quick game's been much more advantageous. And for those that would say, well, you can't quick your game all game long. Of course you can. 
Of course you can. That's West Coast offense. But you have to stay ahead of the chains. You got to be in a competitive score situation. You can't be in third and nine, third and 12 over and over again. Um, but the pure drop back is, you know, as we've seen all season long, the biggest weakness. And I didn't see enough quick game called as I have in previous games. And then, you know, th- this guy's going to have to, whether he wants to or not, he's going to have to start running the football a little bit more. And ultimately, they ran it a lot yesterday, you know, especially when they got behind a little bit. Um, you know, he stuck with it. There were, there were, the, the, the touchdown drive got off to a, uh, you know, the, the second and 16 was overcome by the Robinson 29-yard run. But, you know, that second and 16 wasn't intended to be a 29-yard run for a first down. It was intended to be, you know, let's get seven or eight so we've got a chance on third down, you know, and make it a more makeable third down. Um, but I, I did not think it was a very good day for uh, Eric Bieniemy yesterday. Uh, I think it's interesting to see the teams with more experienced defensive coordinators, the Wink Martindales, the Vic Fangios, as example, like yesterday. They seem to really flummox um, Bieniemy, uh, who, you know, again is part of this final several weeks of watching and evaluating um, to determine whether, look, it's not for us to determine, but it's for us to talk about. Um, but, you know, like with Sam, there's nothing about Eric Bieniemy's first 13 games as an offensive coordinator that would suggest to me that he should be the head coach. Uh, there's nothing to me about the first 13 games of Eric Bieniemy that would suggest that he's ha- absolutely has to come back as Sam's offensive coordinator. There, I'd like to see, and I know it's hard at this point in the season, to all of a sudden become more of a balanced team. But here's the reason that I'd like to see balance. I'd like to see Sam in the the traditional young quarterback, a running game is a young quarterback's best friend, to see what he would look like as more of a play action off of a run game, a, a, a run game married to play action boot. Like, I know it's hard to change that in the middle of the season. Understood. But it's like I'm watching Brock Purdy yesterday, and I think Purdy's better than Hal. I do. I'm, I'm not about to sit here and tell you that I think Sam Hal's Brock Purdy. Purdy has quick release. He has a complete understanding of what he's seeing. He processes incredibly quickly. I think Sam's probably got better arm talent. And he's in a much better scheme. But I would love to see Sam what he would look like as a true play action boot quarterback off of a married run pass game because I think it would fit him perfectly you know along with you know and that being a part of some of the quick game that they would call um I've got more on my did not like list uh and I'll finish up with that and then get to your calls next Kevin Sheehan show the team 980 and the team 980.com this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. 
you can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. <laughs> 